0: there friends and welcome back to our golden 20s podcast where we talk all about life in your 20s my name is Sadie and I'm joined by my co-host Tegan hey and today we're talking about life in your 20s but also life in the summertime. and I feel like you know we kind of kicked off the summer content last week Mm -hmm. but we have a it's like a multi-part series I feel (laughs) throughout June talking about different things through the summer and in today's episode it's a real talk episode where we're just gonna talk and get real about the less glamorous side to summer I feel like summer is the best of times Mm -hmm. and it's the worst of times things like FOMO or social media comparison body image all of that stuff really I feel comes to life for a lot of people in summer so we're going to take a deep dive into some of those topics today. Yeah, I feel like
1: no matter how good you have it, yeah, there's always someone who has it better. Yeah. And it's so hard. Like, I feel like no matter how fit I am, I always, as soon as I go out, I see someone who's more fit. Mm-hmm. No matter how good I feel about my job, I always see someone with a cooler job, bigger apartment, who's traveling more than me. And is richer than me, seems happier than me. So Mm -hmm. it's like, sometimes you need a good reminder. Yeah. That like, maybe that isn't real or... Yeah. There's just always going to be someone who has more than you. So you have to learn to be happy with what you have.
0: Yeah. And I feel like even like the grass is always greener kind of thing. So it's kind of like, this is the first thing I kind of think of but like people who have curly hair want straight hair yeah people who have straight hair want curly hair you know like we're never just happy with what we have or yeah. the grass is always greener kind of thing we get what we think we want turns out no we actually don't want that we want this and it's like yeah why do we do this to ourselves <laughs> yeah
1: even I feel like with like dating I feel Mm -hmm. like I have so many friends or even myself. It's like, sometimes it's like, oh, I miss that single life. Like, I never got to do dating apps. Mm. And everyone who's on dating apps is like, girl, it's trash. You don't want to do it. As
0: soon as you said it, (laughs) my reaction was, oh, girl. Yeah. But it's still like,
1: (laughs) I don't know. I never got to do do that. that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It is interesting when you think about it that way. Like, I don't know. We've talked so much about everybody being on their own path and whatever. And I feel like we're already getting. We should have also prefaced this. By saying Teg and I are sipping on some cosmos right now. So <laughs> 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 hence we're jumping right into the yes. live chats. This is when shit gets real. <laughs> but yes. sometimes when you get like really deep in your feels about it, yeah, and you start to view it as like missed opportunities, like I think that's where it turns into a dark yes. spiral, rather yeah. than being like, no, but the I had to miss out on those things or I had to experience things in a different way to get to where I'm at today and where I'm at today, like everything worked out the way it was meant to, or, you know, like it's just so many different ways to view things.
1: Yeah. I feel like the part that's the hardest is accepting that you're where you need to be Yeah. because even though like I'm happy with my job and I feel like I've done things to propel myself forward, there's always a part of me That's thinking about, okay, but what if you did this thing? What if you Mm -hmm. took this different job? Or what if you did this differently? What if you studied this? And that's the part that I feel like you have to get past, especially Mm -hmm. if you're seeing people on like Instagram who took the path you didn't take. Yeah.
0: That's That's, what's hard. Yeah. And Instagram, any social media app is really great at putting it right in front of your face. (laughs) Yes. If you're looking for it or not, there it is. The life you could have had or whatever. I've talked a lot about that with my therapist, actually. In more of the sense of, did I make the right decision? Not so much of a sense Mm -hmm. of, did I miss out? Just, I think I've talked about this. And it's something that we're kind of working through is not viewing life as so black and white right and just kind of like enjoying the middle ground and just accepting life like as it goes kind of thing and like accepting Mm. your experience accepting your journey like just because (laughs) this is like a really awful thing to say especially with your husband in the next room but like (laughs) just because you didn't have that dating experience then like doesn't mean yeah you know in the future like we don't know how life is gonna go you know what I mean and that's kind of like her mentality and like yeah she's trying to get me to think is like don't view it that way just like yeah. enjoy your life as is you long go through it yeah, yeah. and yeah. like get comfortable I think she said something like get comfortable in the gray zone versus mm. always black and white and I didn't realize how much of a black and white person I am mm. like this way or that way right like it's okay to just exist in the middle zone yeah I know.
1: yeah I love that yeah. something this is maybe a nerdy thing to say but it's something that I say to myself sometimes which is the universe is infinite So it like goes on forever. And so by that, there are an infinite number of planets, which means that there is another earth that is the exact same as ours. Everything's the same, except that you, Sadie, pick the other choice. Mm. Because it goes on forever, infinite. Yeah, And so by that knowledge, any choice that you made where you're like, I wonder what happened in that other path. I can just think, oh, well, Tegan on that other planet somewhere in the universe chose that path and that's fine. Oh, wow. isn't that weird? But
0: it is. But at the same time, if that's what kind of helps you accept things or like yeah. get closure, like I love that.
1: Yeah. So I just yeah. wanted to throw that out there. The universe is infinite. Anyways, I feel like we're getting <laughs> really deep. Like
0: <laughs> We are <laughs> right getting off the I was top. like thinking, is this going to be a real talk episode? Is it not? But now I'm like, yes, no. This real, is definitely going to be a real topic <laughs> But anyways, all of this is to set us up to talk about that social media comparison. Yeah. Because I feel that we were just kind of hinting about it before we went off on, you know, therapy rants and universe <laughs> rants and everything else. But, Tag, I think you nailed it when you said that. It's so easy to look at other people's lives, Mm -hmm. especially on social media, and be like, wow, you know, they're going to all these concerts this summer. They're traveling this summer. Literally everybody. Okay, this is an exaggeration. But (laughs) literally everybody I know (laughs) is in Italy right now. Yeah. And they are... You too? Italy okay. and Greece. Yeah. Like, like. okay, first yeah. of all, did I miss the memo? Like, <laughs> apparently there was cheap flights and nobody told me. But, <laughs> but it's, like, so easy to be like, I don't even have a single trip planned this year. Right. Like, you know, yeah. then I start to, like, beat myself up about it or, you know, start to compare and start to get sad about it. But I feel like it's so easy. It's especially easy when you're in Italy. But it's so easy to forget that. Social media is that highlight reel, and I know yeah. that's so cringy and cliche to say, but literally people are capturing content very strategically. They're editing things very strategically, putting filters on things, you know, to make yeah. things look more glamorous. Of course they're going to capture the trip to Italy, and they're not going to capture them sitting at their desk at home, you know, doing the same job that they've been doing, yeah, you know, the past however many years I don't know in their sweatpants still from the pandemic you know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah they're not capturing that content they're only capturing the Italy trip so definitely something I just wanted to remind you of how highly curated social media is
1: yeah well and especially like you're posting maybe a picture a day when there's so much especially when you're on vacation like when we went to Nashville our flights got delayed But it's like, are we on Instagram being like, (laughs) stuck because they're like, no. yeah, Or like when I was in Hawaii, my husband got heat stroke. Was I like, oh, we had to cancel dinner because he got heat stroke? No. Yeah. Because like, why would you post that? But then at the same time, someone from an outside perspective is like, wow, look at Tegan. She's on this trip. It looks amazing. Yeah, exactly. it's the
0: same with everything. Yeah. And I think that was actually another point I wanted to make is to think of how many people are probably looking at your social media content Mm -hmm. wishing they had your life, Right, yeah. And I remember one episode way back in the day, I feel when we talked about, like, one of the first episodes where we talked about kind of social media and social media comparison, I shared with you guys how at one of my first jobs like post-grad I did a lot of photo shoots and stuff and I posted about it on my social media because it made my job look so cool Mm, meanwhile I came home from those photo shoot days and just had total breakdowns and like I had so much anxieties about photo shoots and like that part of my job but literally people I met up for dinner was like oh my god I saw you were doing this photo Mm. shoot like that's so cool yeah and it's like yeah but it wasn't like you know what I mean but I think that's just one thing to think of too is that somebody's looking at your social media and is feeling jealous of you just as much as you're looking at theirs feeling jealous of them
1: yeah well and I wanted to bring up too when we had Sarah Vermont on to talk about careers she talked about how jealousy can actually be a positive yes in your life And so that's also a good reminder is that if you see someone on social media and you're feeling jealous, that can help you identify what you want. Like, what is it Mm -hmm. you're feeling jealous about? They're traveling. You want to travel. Okay, great. You're identifying what a desire of yours is. Mm -hmm. And then you can use that as motivation, I mean, there is like the side of jealousy that's focused on the negative. So if it's something that's making you bitter, making your inner dialogue mean to yourself, like that's not positive and you have to kind of change your framing. But I think that using that jealousy for motivation can be a good thing.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really great point to make. And I think exactly like you said, like, I don't think people really sit down and are like, what do I value, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think we've encouraged that thought as a journal prompt in past episodes, because it is something I think that is closely tied to what motivates you. And for me, traveling is something I value. So when I see travel content, like, yes, it motivates me to get out there, do like book a trip, whatever. Or it makes me feel sad because I'm not traveling like we're just talking about, but like other people would see the exact same content and not feel that way about it, yes. you know? So yeah. it's like, it's because that's what I value. But I think keeping in mind what you value, like if you're seeing content and you're jealous of it because it's glam, like you might be jealous of it just because it's glamorous, mm. not because it's something you actually want. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's something to kind of, that will obviously come like with, self-awareness and like mm-hmm. growth and like knowing yourself and all these things that I am constantly preaching but it's a good gut check in the moment too to be like why am I jealous of this Yes, and like yeah. once you identify that like you said take like you can use it as motivation or you can just simply get the closure of I don't need to be jealous of this mm-hmm. I'm not jealous of this anymore like yeah onto the next post or next story or next TikTok whatever it is
1: yeah well and I think It might be good to talk about some solutions if you're feeling Mm -hmm. that jealousy. And the one thing that I've done that's helped me is if someone's made me feel jealous in a negative way or really any negative feelings at all, I've unfollowed them. Yeah. Even like people I've followed since high school, I was like they're not going to notice like yeah. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> there's no reason that i should follow them on instagram if it's not bringing me joy like i should be viewing these social media platforms as a tool to inspire me and bring me happiness and mm-hmm. if that's not happening unfollow yeah
0: because you can choose for the most part like what content you see yeah and obviously even for algorithms like tiktok and whatever like yeah. where you it's not based on who you follow necessarily, but like the type of content you engage with, you know. So if yeah. you're engaging with relatable content, like you'll see more of that. And that's more motivational than probably like super aspirational, glamorous lifestyles that mm. aren't realistic for you or make you feel like shit about your mundane life. You yeah. Know what I
1: mean? yeah. Another thing I feel like can be really helpful is practicing gratitude, which is mm-hmm. something we've talked about a lot before but it's just focusing on things that you are happy about in your life yeah. because it's so easy, especially if you're like a highly motivated individual to focus on what you don't have and the next thing you have to achieve. Whereas you overlook how many great things you have, even things like your health or Mm -hmm. your family, things that are so simple that you overlook, but if you lost it, yeah. You'd be like, damn, why wasn't I grateful for that? Yeah. So it can help, I think, reframe things.
0: Yeah, 100%. A few weeks ago, I did this. I don't even know what it was, actually. <laughs> I think it was like how to be happy at work or something, okay. webinar at work. <laughs> and the instructor was not that great, but he did say one thing that resonated with me because I started doing a pro- or sorry. I've started doing a gratitude journal Mm. this year and he was talking about gratitude journaling and he was like a lot of time when people sit down to write something they're grateful for, nothing really comes to mind, but he's like, just start listing some things and then think back to your day yesterday and be like, imagine like go through it moment by moment. And the things that you didn't write down that you're grateful for, imagine they just went away. Right. You know, like that kind of brings, a whole different perspective to mm-hmm. what I'm grateful for. Like, I've never been like, I'm grateful for my groceries. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm grateful for a full fridge. Yeah. As soon as he said that, I'm like, no, like, damn straight. I'm like <laughs> grateful yeah. for a full fridge of food, you know, like, I don't know. I thought that was an interesting way to think about it. If you're struggling to think of what you're grateful for. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. I love that. Well, yeah. I actually had like a quote that I wanted to read, mm-hmm. which is basically just like a list of things To be grateful grateful for? for. Not me specifically. That would maybe be weird. But just like it's by an author, Brianna Weist.
0: Yes. We're big fans of her. I feel we've done a few of her quotes. Yeah. I've actually
1: read this specific quote on the podcast before. But it was like a
0: really long time ago, so I hope it's okay oh, that I'm gonna this. read it again yeah. because also, it's my fave. Yeah, I just need to highlight that Tegan's reading it strict like straight from a book right now. Like she bookmarked it and everything. She's old school. <laughs> she just picked it up and she's turned it to the page. Oh gosh, this is good tag. I'm lost <laughs> Thanks loving for painting this. the picture. <laughs> no, I needed to because it's gonna really hit now. <laughs> oh, and now she's turning on the light just okay, to get ready. <laughs>
1: So this is something, I feel like I read this in like our sixth episode. So it's been like a really long time. I feel like I'm reading from a Bible. So
0: <laughs> I, th- I think you said that last time. Too. That's the only
1: time I read aloud. It's from the Bible. Okay. And this-
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: really hyping up this quote. Yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> no, it is. Okay. Guys, relax. <laughs> so this is called 20 signs you're doing better than you think. Number one, you paid the bills this month and maybe even had extra to spend on non-essentials. Number two, you question yourself. You doubt your life. You feel miserable some days because this means you're still open to growth. Number three, you have a job. Number four, you have time to do something you enjoy, even if what you enjoy is sitting on the couch and ordering dinner and watching Netflix. Number five, you are not worried about where your next meal is coming from. Number six, you eat because you enjoy it. It's not a matter of sheer survival. Number seven, you have one or two truly close friends. Number eight, you could afford a subway ride, cup of coffee, or the gas in your car this morning. Number nine, you're not the same person you were a year ago. Number 10, you have the time and means to do things beyond the bare minimum. Number 11, you have a selection of clothing at your disposal. You aren't worried about having a hat or gloves in a blizzard. Number 12, you can sense what isn't right in your life. The first and most crucial step is simply being aware. Number 13, you could talk to your younger self. You would be able to say, we did it, we made it out, we survived that terrible thing. Number 14, you have a space of your own. Number 15, you've lost relationships. More important than the fact that you've simply had them in the first place is that you or your former partner chose not to settle. Number 16, you're interested in something. Number 17, you know how to take care of yourself. Number 18, you are working towards a goal. Number 19, you're not uncompromisingly set on anything for the future. And number 20, you've been through some shit. The end.
0: (laughs) I love that.
1: I kind of felt like I was doing spoken word poetry at the end.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. And. I think actually when we posted this book on our Instagram, people were like, what is this book? You yeah. need to have it. And that's from 101 Essays That Will Change the Way, the way You, you think. think. Yeah. By Brianna Weiss. Yeah. And it
1: used to be only available like through her website.
0: Oh, yeah. But
1: she's blown up because of TikTok. So like mm. in Canada, I think you can get it at Indigo. So yeah. it's probably available at a lot of bookstores in the U.S. too, if you're interested. Yeah.
0: yeah, even I follow her on Instagram. I was looking, actually, I read another really great quote from her. And it was about kind of, like, appreciating your life path kind of thing. And I was, I thought I saved it on Instagram. So while mm-hmm. you're reading, I was, like, scrolling to try and find it. I couldn't find it. But all of this is to say, go follow her on Instagram even. She just, like, posts some of, like, little snippets, I feel, from some of her essays or just, yeah. like, I guess maybe poetry. I don't know exactly what her writing style is, but so good. Yeah, like so, so
1: motivational. So and it, it's yeah.
0: those types of tools that I feel like are so
1: helpful to reframe your life. Like if you're yes. jealous that you're not in Italy, sometimes it's like, it, literally we talked about this last week. Like why is what I have not enough right mm-hmm. now?
0: Exactly. Yeah, 100%. I think another thing, On top of, you know, focusing on what you have, focusing on those values, just focusing on things that fulfill you. Yeah. And this is something I intentionally do when I do get in a social media spiral is I just I'm like, nope, I'm like social media is not making me feel good. I'm just going to be so focused on myself and not pay attention to other people's content. I'm just going to post my own content. Yeah. And I think that can come off really negatively like oh, Sadie's so obsessed with herself she's so obsessed with her own life she doesn't care about her friends or mm. family like no that's not what I'm saying it's just like choosing to focus on yourself rather than focus on other people and like yeah. that's when you know you're making your own dreams come true because yeah if that's like intentionally your focus you have I don't know just focusing on what fulfills you like Of course, you're going to feel fulfilled from that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Of course, it's going to have a positive outcome. So something else to think about. Not saying that I'm posting things to make other people jealous. (laughs) (laughs) That's not it. Like, it's just focusing on things that make me happy rather than focusing on things that other people are doing that I think should make me happy. Mm,
1: Right. Yeah. 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 And I feel like we talked about earlier in the year... I found myself posting less and less. Yeah. Because I decided I was just going to post things that I would want to look back on. Mm -hmm. So that my, say, my Instagram stories are truly just like the highlight reel of things. I want to see memories yeah Yeah. and so it's no longer I used to post daily on my Instagram story and Mm -hmm. I don't do it anymore because I'm only posting things for me Mm -hmm. and that changed the way I thought about how I was using social media and then I was posting for other people and posting to get their approval
0: that's when it turns toxic and it's like you're
1: never gonna get that that's not an achievable goal yeah so Use is, it for yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is so off topic. But did you watch the Paris Hilton documentary? Like. Yeah. When was that? 2020? Yeah. 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 I feel so good. That was something she kind of struggled with in her documentary was like. She wanted to be reach this amount of success, this amount mm, of fame. Right. Then she got it, and then she was so obsessed with chasing more, more, more. Yeah. And like money was a big one for her. Is like she's super rich, you know? She's yeah. Paris Hilton, but it wasn't enough for her, you know. Mm. And I, I don't know when you were talking, that kind of just went off in my head. Where like even Paris Hilton's not, yeah, <laughs> happy with how wealthy she is. She's still striving for more. Like, yeah, yeah, that's nuts, and especially when it comes to kind of like wealth and like financial security. Mm-hmm. This is something I've also been working through with my therapist is like financial security is not a dollar amount. Yeah. And I think it's the same with social approval, like yeah. things like that is it's internally how you feel about it. Like yeah. that's what provides the security. It's not a set number of likes, a set number of dollars in your bank account. Mm-hmm. Like it's how you view and perceive those things.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, even thinking about this podcast, this time last year, I think we hit 500 plays on all our episodes. And we were so excited because we were like, yes, by (laughs) 500 listens. Like I remember saying, like, imagine 500 people were sat here listening to us. Like, that's crazy. And now it's like we get through 500 listens, like an episode. Yeah and we don't celebrate that because yeah, it's like ew like, the only 500 plays exactly. like
0: tiktok's the worst for that yes yeah like okay we had one tiktok pop off 2.7 mm-hmm. million views if you're yeah. still here because of that podcast or that uh tiktok, TikTok. we love you thank you <laughs> <laughs> we love friends still we love friends but <laughs> no but now anything we post is yeah. not fulfilling because it's an honor 2.7 million 2.7 million yes yeah. yeah and it's like so frustrating but it's all in our minds and that's the fucky part yeah yeah
1: well like so fucky
0: yeah i feel like it's
1: important to figure out what you value and what you want and what success looks like to you like we've talked about this is a very like reflective episode
0: it kind of is yeah Yeah, it's tying all the pieces together yeah Yeah. should this be our last episode (laughs) We reach 500 yeah. plays we're done <laughs> Tapping out
1: but we talked Season about finale. like success for some people is like traveling yeah all the time success for some people is like me buying a Dyson wrap. <laughs> so like right like it's different for every single person so you have to figure out what that is for you and work towards that
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not focus on the outside noise yeah because sorry to say it but instagram is run by like capitalism and it always <laughs> wants you to be buying more things so it's like okay i buy the dyson air wrap and then it's like okay but you need this hair product to make the dyson Airwrap wrap really work yeah. and it's like that's the content i'm getting served now yeah When it's like, girl, no, I just bought
0: an $800 hairdryer. I'm not buying more. And I just heard that they just released a new Dyson Mm -hmm. Airman. So it's like, now you need that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: like never ending. If you let the content dictate your life, you will never never be satisfied. Yeah, exactly. And capitalism
0: is bad. Is at the root <laughs> <Yeah>. of
1: everything. <laughs> Pretty So much. funny.
0: If this is your first episode you're listening to. I'm sorry. So <laughs> funny. Like we are just deep dive into the yes. live chats. We are. Yeah. Tegan's whipping out our capitalism rant. That mm-hmm. happens periodically.
1: Yeah quarterly it's my quarterly (laughs) capitalism (laughs) rant
0: so funny yes and I think I've talked about therapy a few times throughout this episode already but that just goes to show how much we love it yeah it wouldn't be our golden 20s podcast episode without us mentioning therapy Mm -hmm. but I also think talking to someone is a good solution for social media comparison because I think a lot of that is so internal Mm -hmm. that as soon as you voice it out loud you realize how silly it is. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And to your friends, they Mm. might it might not feel silly or it might not be, like, relatable to them or they might judge you or you might fear that they judge you. But to a therapist, just talking about what's weighing heavy on you can, like I said, make you realize how, like, simple and silly it is. Yeah. But it also just feels good to get that load off your chest and... Yeah, I don't know. Have somebody maybe coach you through it, but just getting it out there, yeah, is the biggest win. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so that takes us to our next topic for this episode, which is body image. And this is something that hits so close to home. Like, I want to say I've been very vocal about like my negative body image Mm. ever since the start of the pandemic so I feel like I have a few things to like throw in here from personal experience Mm. and I feel my body image is getting better though so we also have some solutions on that as well
1: yeah I feel like this is the key time because well especially in Toronto a lot of people are still working from home Mm -hmm. but it's like now's the time when you're leaving your home you're maybe buying new clothes for the season you're going to the beach yeah and it's like oh wait a minute this is when the body comparisons really start yeah. and when you're showing off the most of your body just to be practical
0: yeah I was just gonna say if you're in Toronto too it is hella freaking hot yeah. like you are wearing as minimal clothing as possible but that's when you know things that you're insecure about about start to show like and the crazy thing to me is no matter who you are you have an insecurity like yeah I was watching The Kardashians, which I'm obsessed with, by the way. It's (laughs) a problem. But Kim Kardashian is talking about how she's so insecure about who she is, like in the fashion world. Right. She's so insecure. And people are like, How are you insecure when you're the one who makes the rules of what's cool and what's not? Like, you know, it doesn't make sense. But, anyways, again, just goes to show even she has insecurities. But what I find so fascinating is all of us are insecure about something different. So, you know, Somebody's insecure about their thighs. Somebody's insecure about their arms. I'm insecure about, like, my lower tummy area, my love handles. Like, (laughs) you know, like, that's my insecurity. Some people are insecure about their body hair, Mm. cellulite, like, things like this. It's, like, never-ending. But, again, when you're really hot and, like, wearing shorts and a tank top for practical reasons, like you just said... That's where it's it all on comes display. To the surface. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and I feel like this links back to what we were just talking about because it's almost as if you quote unquote fix a problem with your appearance, something else is going to up, pop up. Like I had braces twice growing up because mm-hmm. my teeth were like That's crazy messed yeah. up. So I had braces twice. Perfect. Love it. My teeth are technically perfect from a I don't know what the word is like an arrangement standpoint yeah
0: structural
1: (laughs) like it's all perfectly spaced perfectly lined up in the center of my face and yet all I can see when I look at my teeth is how yellow they are Mm. and I have little marks on my teeth from my braces Mm. and it's almost worse because now I'm like I know that they should be perfect and I'm holding myself back because I don't have pure white teeth like it's like no matter what you have fixed you're always gonna find something, something else mm-hmm.
0: yeah and what's crazy is i've known you how long and i've mm. never looked at your teeth and been like i know like what are those would, little spots I, on exactly. your exactly <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> exactly even yeah. it's the same with everything like when i'm out with people at the beach I'm not looking at their bodies. If anything, I'm thinking about how my own body is looking. Yes. But then it's like, that's all I can think about is Mm -hmm. like, oh, they must see that my body hair is so dark. Mm I mean, it's like, who would even notice? Or if someone did, they'd be like, yeah, because everyone has body hair. You know, like, it's not a big deal.
0: Yes. 100%. I think that's the biggest thing with body image is everyone is so focused on themselves. Yeah in more of a negative way like we were just mm-hmm. talking about being focused on yourself in a positive way like to living for yourself whatever yeah. but when it comes to body image people are so fixated on their own insecurities that they don't even like see yours you know yeah, yeah. and what you might view as an insecurity people might that might be somebody's favorite thing about you you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like i don't know that's yeah interesting again all about that mindset shift but I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to body image is nobody cares nobody yeah. noticed you know exactly only you noticed
1: yeah or even I feel like from an outside perspective I don't know like I don't have stretch marks just because that's like I they're apparently like 99% genetics so it's like mm. I didn't have that genetic gene I didn't have stretch marks from like my boobs or growing or anything but then when I see people with stretch marks I always think that looks so cool Mm. like especially athletes like Mm. if I see a guy in the NBA with stretch marks I'm like damn that guy must have got jacked fast but then it's like I talk to people in my life who have them and they're so embarrassed yeah by them but that the negative part of stretch marks never crosses my mind yeah as me as an outsider looking at it and it's like, that's probably the way it is with all insecurities. Yeah, 100%. Because why would I, as a random person, be like, oh, gross, they have stretch marks. Like, that makes yeah. no sense, right? Yeah. But it's like, that's how you think about your own
0: insecurities. I don't know. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It's the exact same with acne. And yes. this is what yeah. caused my... Negative body image for the past two years is at the beginning of the pandemic. I had the worst acne of my life. Mm. Before this, guys, like I never really struggled with body image. Like I would look at my lower tummy area, like I said was, which I view as like my biggest insecurity, and I'd be like, eh, I wish I was skinnier. Yeah, but yeah. I was never like, oh my gosh, like super mm-hmm. negative. As soon as the pandemic hit and I got such bad acne on my face, I had this such a negative self-talk in my head. And this acne was just from stress because yeah. the pandemic was stressful. In case you didn't <laughs> yes. know. Like it was from masks, you know, yeah. it was from all this stuff going on mainly internally. And I was so insecure about it. And then I just got so in my head talking to myself about, how awful my acne was, that all of a sudden it was not just my acne, but it was mm. my arms. It was my stomach. It was my legs. It was, you know, all of this stuff. And it was just this awful toxic spiral. But when I see other people with acne, I'm never like, oh my God, they're breaking yeah. out so bad. Yeah, Like I don't even notice it, Yeah, you know? And I would try to remind myself of that when I had acne, but it was like nope this is happening to me so it's mm, different yeah it's not different at all like yeah nobody noticed you know like and if they do they're not it's not conceived negatively conceived, yeah is that yeah. the right word yeah but perceived, it's, perceived Wait. yes it's yeah, not perceived okay. <laughs> it's like that's not right it's not perceived negatively like
1: yeah because why would everybody. it be yeah, yeah yeah exactly well and i do think part of the problem was working from home and being on so many video chats you're staring at your face all day like I've heard that there's been like a spike in plastic surgery and Botox I mean and maybe this is related to TikTok and other platforms that I feel like promote that kind of stuff heavily but I also think it's because you're staring at yourself for like five hours a day when it used Mm -hmm. to be like you'd look at yourself running out the door to work yeah and that's all you'd see of yourself
0: yeah that's so true
1: and so I like I feel like that was part of my like hair journey is that I used to never look at my hair Mm -hmm. because I was like I had more stuff to do whereas now I'm sat at home all I'm doing is looking at my hair Mm -hmm. and I was like okay how do we fix this what's going on yeah but it gives you like I don't want to say the opportunity because it's a negative thing but like you're just staring at yourself and picking out your flaws all Mm -hmm. day long
0: yeah that's true and I think going tying this to the social media piece is social media filters mm, like yeah I got when my acne was so bad I got in a habit of using Instagram filters like on my stories right yeah and then as soon as I looked at myself in the mirror it was like mm-hmm. well now this is 10 times worse and yeah. like I can't let people see what I actually look like because they're used to seeing what I look like on social media when I'm wearing right. a filter like yeah yeah, yeah. and that's Messed up too, you know, but again, just goes to show how filtered social media is and yeah, not real life. But, anyways, I think we've hit it at home. Mm. People have insecurities, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> when it comes to body image and yes. whatnot, and it can stem from so many different ways. But something that's really helped me, and you know, we talked about if you're feeling jealous, figure out why you're feeling jealous. Mm-hmm. It works the same way with those insecurities. If you're feeling insecure, figure out why you're feeling insecure. And for me, like I said, mine was my acne, but then it all of a sudden stemmed to my whole body. And it was kind of like the gut check was like, no, your body's fine. It's your acne that's upsetting you. Don't like project this on your body now, you know? And I find as soon as you're able to identify your insecurities, you should also at the same time, I'm going to throw this in here too, identify your favorite parts of yourself. That's something we never do. Or identify, you know, yeah, I guess your favorite physical features Mm. since we're talking about body image. And something that's really helped me is doing things that minimize what I'm insecure about and accentuates what I think is my strengths or Mm. whatever. So for me, like I said, it's my lower tummy area is my insecurity I feel like my chest is one of my, you know, strength. <laughs> People are like, Oh God, here she goes. But when it comes to bikini season, I'm now how I'm going to like kind of play into what makes me feel confident and like minimizes my insecurities is mm. high waist bottoms to hide my lower tummy and an underwire like top that makes mm. my boobs look great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And that is literally my formula for any bikini I buy. But and it's not, I'm not going to wear a bikini. It's like, I know what I'm insecure about. I know what I want to show off. <laughs> oh gosh, this is like making me sound so dumb, but like, I know what you want to highlight, highlight or versus emphasize? what I want to minimize. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And then I find like what I find how to dress to do that kind of thing rather than just never wearing a bikini.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like If you figure out the formula that Mm -hmm. makes you feel confident, then it's like you take the thought process out of it. And then it's like, okay, we're not thinking because that leaves the door open for you to pick your outfit or Mm -hmm. your, you know, beachwear look apart. We know, okay, I got a Brazilian wax. I got a spray tan. Mm -hmm. I have a cute cover up. My shoes are great. I've got a cute sun hat. That's it. I'm leaving. I know this looks good. I'm not thinking about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. I also think shapewear is interesting. Mm. I think the, like, idea behind shapewear has changed, where Mm. when it first came out, it was, like, this is for bigger girls, like, plus-size girls. Right. Where now it's kind of, like, and maybe Kim Kardashian's to thank Mm -hmm. for this, but it's for everybody. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, shapewear is not to hide things as much as it's just to make you feel more comfortable in what you want to wear. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a negative thing. And I wanted to also throw that out there. I don't currently own, like, specific shapewear, but I mm-hmm. want to buy some. Because it's, like, the number of times i put on a dress, and I'm, like, I love this dress, but I'm so bloated, I'm not going to wear it tonight. You know? Right, like Things yeah. like this. Like, your body shouldn't get in the way of you wearing what you want to wear. Yeah. And if shapewear is what makes you feel confident wearing it, own that shapewear. Like, yeah. You know?
1: I've heard Lizzo has a line of shaper that's coming out that I'm very intrigued by. Yeah. So I was like Lizzo, she would like be the expert. Cause I can only imagine being like a plus size girl like her in the music industry, like working with stylists and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like you deal with the worst of the worst. Yeah. So I'm very intrigued by hers.
0: I, I, I have also heard a lot of great things about NYX, which is another yeah Canadian company. Another Canadian company is a word Canadian company. <laughs> you know? It's just Canadian. Yeah, shout out to Nix. But I've heard really great things, and that's mm. the shape where I'm looking into. I do want to try Skims because I've heard great things about that as well. Yeah, but again, it's just no shame if it makes. And this is the biggest thing with body image is if it makes you feel confident. Who cares? Yeah. Like, just yeah. do it. Yeah. The other thing, sorry, before we kind of get off this wavelength is also makeup. Mm. Before my whole acne problem, I used to kind of look at girls who did full on glam and just be like, why do you have to wear so much makeup? Right. Why did I ever think that? Mm. I have no idea. Like what gave me the right? I feel embarrassed, (laughs) like admitting that and also embarrassed for myself thinking that way. But I get it now. As soon as I started like having acne that was so bad and I just all I wanted to do was cover it up that's when I got into makeup and I'm still very into makeup Mm. because of that you know what I mean and it's like no judgment I get Mm. it if you want to go full glam because that's what makes you feel confident yeah go full glam like yeah I don't know
1: yeah well I always used to see things that were like why do girls wear so much makeup why do girls wear skirts like that because boys don't like it and then it's like well it's not for you yeah it's for us mm-hmm. to feel good about ourselves. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if you like how I look, okay, good for you. Maybe yeah. that's a bonus, but it's about making myself feel confident. Yes. And that goes for everything we're talking about.
0: Yeah, 100%. Another thing I think I've maybe talked about was my size is changing through the pandemic because you know, that daily commute was removed from me. So, of course, I gained weight just sitting around home all the time. And the
1: stress.
0: Yeah, Yeah. 100%. So, I think, you know, when we get into talking about clothes and, like, you said, take buying that summer wardrobe and whatever, and you're shocked that, oh, my gosh, now I'm a size bigger than the last time I bought Mm. shorts or whatever, I feel like just clothes that look – or, sorry, clothes that fit you look good regardless Mm. of what size they are, you know, and size is literally or yeah size is just a number like it doesn't give you value it doesn't make you Mm -hmm. better than anybody else because your size is smaller or in some cases bigger than other people like yeah it doesn't add value at all and your clothes should fit you rather than you trying to fit your body into clothes of a specific size
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, and I feel like, especially for like the millennials listening who grew up in the like nineties and the '00s, I feel like things were so toxic back then. Like I remember when they added like the double zero size because Mm -hmm. zero wasn't skinny enough. And it's like, we're past that point now. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. like I'm in some ways, jealous of kids growing up today, maybe not so much that they have so much social media, yeah, but the fact that it's body image, yeah, yeah, is so much more like positive mm-hmm. nowadays. I just feel like if you're older and you're like you need to almost like rewire your brain from like, yeah, the images that you're used to seeing growing up, like, the magazine covers you see at the grocery store like we're past that point where what makes you comfortable and what fits you
0: yeah and I think that's it exactly too is if your clothes are comfortable that's when you're going to feel confident you know and like that's the goal here I just recently learned guys this is groundbreaking information that I've been telling everybody because (laughs) I'm just shocked at how much of a difference it's made for me I just found out I've been wearing the wrong bra size
1: Okay, I need you to tell me how you found this out because I'm... Do you want to know how? Yeah, I'm 100% the wrong okay. bra size. I
0: accidentally purchased a bra sizer from Aerie with one of my oh. orders. It was like five bucks and I think it was like... I don't think this is legal, so I don't think this is how <laughs> Wait. It, but where they <laughs> automatically added it to my cart. Oh, I Because I would have never added it unless it was like for free shipping or something. I don't know what happened, but (laughs) it ended up in my order. Yeah. And I didn't, like I did it, but I was like, okay, I think this is wrong because Mm. it's just, you know, I didn't trust myself. But then... This is where it came to life for me. I did that and I forgot about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Lululemon to buy a sports bra. My first Lululemon purchase ever. They didn't have my size. What mm-hmm. I thought was my size. But the yeah. girl said try this size because I think it'll fit you. And yeah. I was like interesting. So essentially what it was is I was a cup size too big but around mm. too small. Uh, okay. 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 Yeah. So I just swapped it where I went down a cup size yeah. and up. A band. Oh, okay. Size. So anyways, I bought, I tried that on at Lululemon. It fit. And I was like, yeah. hmm, this is a sports bra, so it might be different. Mm. So literally last week, I went to the Eaton Center <laughs> to Aerie, and I grabbed bras of different sizes, tried them, compared them, and I was yeah. like, nope, I'm actually the size that I was at Lululemon, which oh then I remembered, God. this was the size Aerie's bra measure told me I was. Whoa. So I'll give you my bra yeah. measure and for anybody. It's just a tape measure, but it says, like, cut-size everything on it and just, like, hold it around your chest, essentially. But... Yeah,
1: because I'm definitely the wrong size. I think my problem is that I like got my bra size when I was like I don't know 14 or whatever and then I just accepted that that was my bra size for the
0: rest of my life but like girl no I think that's what happened to me yeah and I think we're gonna talk about like a workout program in a minute because I've been obsessed with my workout program and I think it's really helped me in a lot of ways Mm. but I'm wondering if I've also lost weight in my chest
1: oh true true
0: because I'm like I feel at one point once upon a time, I was that bra size, but oh, okay. just recently, yeah. like in the past few years, I've noticed like gapping when I wear shirts and yeah. things that mm. clearly have been signs that it's the wrong bra size. But I think it was like you. Yeah. I just was Where like, it's like, no, this is this my, is size. Is my size. Yeah. Yeah. There's no changing.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, I've heard of the website, a bra that fits, which I think was started by mm. these girls on Reddit and I used it once and it was like telling me that my bra size was like wildly wrong like three cup sizes away all like crazy wrong so then i was like okay i am not emotionally prepared to deal with (laughs) this information right now but now i'm like maybe i need to revisit this and figure out what's going on try
0: the airy sizer. yeah i'll give that to you first also i've heard i've never done like a bra fitting but some people that i know have is like it is 100 worth it like Mm. i don't know if victoria's secret does it anymore i know they did at one point and people were like you should do it. Like because they'll actually like fit you. And then Mm. all of this kind of where I was going with all of this. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I kind of got a little sidetracked. But is how much more confident I feel now. Like just wearing a basic t-shirt. Like you don't even like see my bra where before, like I said, I was getting yeah where it wasn't fitting properly and you Mm. could tell, like now it just makes me feel so much more confident. And that just goes to show that the proper size is all it takes to yeah. unlock that? But I love that. Yeah, good tip. Anyway, that was a <laughs> whole rant about brasses. I need to put brasses in the title of this episode. Yeah,
1: yeah. As a <laughs> warning to her. Our...
0: Also, who do you talk about with this kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you could be wearing the wrong bra size. Like I was for yeah. years and not never even know.
1: think Yeah, that. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I will say on Reddit, there's a whole subreddit that <laughs> matches this website, a bra that fits. And it's literally people who are like, my straps dig in, but then the cups are too big. And people will reply in the comments and be like, okay, that, that means this. Me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Look at this, girls go supporting each other. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm what so proud of you
0: about. people. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, but we kind of, alluded to this and I just mentioned my workout program and I've been working with a trainer since January and it's been the best first of all we had Sarah on the podcast last Mm. year so go listen to it I forget she I forget like when it came out in April I think yeah last year like a year ago that's how I met Sarah and I did a like four-week program with her last summer and I loved it Mm. and then I didn't do any more this year I've been doing it and that's like changed everything the biggest thing it's changed for me though is my body image because now when I look at myself in the mirror I'm not like oh my god my lower tummy I'm like damn girl you held a plank for a minute straight yeah yeah. like you know and I think my body looks the same and I can tell you for damn sure the scale has not changed (laughs) (laughs) since I started this workout program in January like yeah but my goal also wasn't to lose weight so I don't know but all of that's a whole different story and i can't even talk about it that well because i'm not like educated on that but anyways all of this is to say it's just the act of working out and like the act of viewing my body in a different way is all it takes to combat that bad body mm-hmm. image like again it's all mental but it's i don't know something I haven't experienced before
1: yeah well it almost like when you have negative thoughts about yourself it's hard to combat them with like no but I I don't look bad I look good mm-hmm. unless you have like the hard facts and data true then it's like hey listen inner self-talk I don't look bad because I held a plank for a minute and a half I almost yeah. said an hour and a half that would be insane. <laughs>
0: okay but yeah, no, yeah a minute not max. that far
1: <laughs> <laughs> that'll be next year but You know, and then it's like, can you argue with these facts mind? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, of course not.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, maybe that's silly. Like, I feel like the way I'm talking about my mind is like when you're like arguing with a child, (laughs) but it's like, sometimes (laughs) that's how you've got to like approach it.
0: Yes. And that's the thing. Like my therapist says this to me a lot is I show myself zero compassion Mm. and It's so true, and it's so cliche to be like talk to yourself how you talk to a friend, yeah. but you would never say to your friend like, "Are you sure you want to wear those jeans?" Yeah, like, yeah. Sure, you held a plank for a minute, but you know, like, no. So why do we talk to ourselves that way? Like, yeah. you have to talk to yourself like you're a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're your best friend because why not?
1: Yeah. Like, well, it's like, you... would you say that to little Sadie? Exactly. Like, no. no? I mean, and, <laughs> and what's funny that'd be terrible. is
0: somehow. My phone did this weird thing on my like photo app where I got a whole bunch of like really old photos Mm. come up, and I was like, "This is funny." And I was looking at pictures of myself from like 2017 when Mm -hmm. I was, you know, young (laughs) twenties, prime age. And I looked at my body then, and I was like, "I was so freaking skinny." But I remember thinking in the moment, I still had those lower tummy issues. Like, I still had you know the love handles and like the same insecurities i have now but looking back on it i'm like oh girl you looked hella fine yeah
1: <laughs> yeah but, you know
0: yeah exactly what you were just talking about by yeah Sadie, but. it's
1: all about perspective like i mm-hmm. s- sometimes i look at the pictures of me trying on wedding dresses and there were certain dresses i didn't pick because they highlighted parts of my body that i did not want highlighted mm. which is exactly what we were talking about yeah and I was like, I look terrible because of this dress. Now, looking back at those pictures, I was like, girl, all you look is skeletal. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? But then it's like, it's interesting. From that time, mm-hmm. I didn't see it that way. And so I picked a dress that highlighted the things I wanted to show. hmm. And that made me feel confident. And now mm-hmm. looking back, it's like, obviously, those insecurities didn't mean anything. But at the time, they me- meant something to me. Mm-hmm. And you just have to accept that and highlight what you want to highlight. Yeah. And then one day you'll look back and be like, what is wrong with you? It'll be like uh, Moira in Schitt's Creek where she's like, take naked
0: pictures of yourself. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. especially yeah i want to do a whole podcast episode on this especially once you reach 25 like guys if you're listening to this right now and you're under 25 this is what it was for me anyway enjoy it like free (laughs) (laughs) this is turning dark and so (laughs) off topic again but like honestly it was once i turned 25 i was like Mm. okay my body aches and like okay Uh, i don't lose weight as much as i did before yeah. okay i carry my weight in different ways like okay i'm you know all these things yeah around my period this hurts now when it never used to and literally my sister who she just turned 30 last year she was like it's when you hit 25 like mm. that's when it goes down <laughs> but okay if you're over 25 you either probably relate or you're like girl you shouldn't have told them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. People already if you're getting older, but well, anyways.
1: Yeah, I was just googling and I wanted to confirm this. I've said this on the podcast before, oh, but yeah. women gain an average of 2.2 pounds a year in their 20s. Yeah, which I'm not saying to scare you. I'm saying to It's normal. Yeah, remind yeah. you that gaining weight is normal and it's healthy. Yes. And so you have to accept it and also accept that You look fine AF.
0: Mm -hmm. So stop doubting yourself. Yes. Because you look good. Yeah. Another thing on the mind piece, kind of circling this back to what we were talking (laughs) about on how powerful your mind is. I've talked about practicing mantras as a way to boost your confidence. And I think this goes to confidence in your body as well. And it really starts with your mind. So. I just talked about, you know, focusing on what your body can do and how you mm. feel more than how you look. That's one way. But also just telling yourself and, like, reframing that internal dialogue like you mm. were talking about, Tag, by saying to yourself, I love my body. My body is strong and capable, you know. Yeah. Even if you don't believe it, if you repeat that to yourself every time you look in the mirror, over time, you will believe it. It's like yeah. a positive fake it till you'll make it kind of thing. I hate that saying (laughs) but in this case it shows you like the positive side of positive positive side of it so that's one thing is to practice mantras that's helped me with my body image i love it yeah and sorry last piece also is focusing on other metrics of success outside Mm, of weight yeah that's been a huge thing working with a trainer is she never asked me for my weight yeah she doesn't ask for that on my check-ins instead she asks me what are some wins from you know the past yeah. cycle and it's how are you feeling what's your yeah. energy level what's your motivation how well do you sleep at night mm-hmm. like those sorts of things and when I do those reflections and check-ins with her I'm like I'm so pumped I drank this much water yeah I'm so pumped that I increased my weights this week like None of it is about weight. My success Mm. is determined by other things. And I think that is a key thing when it comes to your body is viewing it again. Your successes on what you can do versus how you look.
1: Yeah. How you feel. Well, and I find those types of things to be so much more motivational than the scale because the scale is always going to fluctuate, Mm -hmm. especially for women. Like it's going to fluctuate because of your hormones and like your water weight makes a big difference muscle weighs more than fat so it's like Mm -hmm. that is not a reliable place to find your motivation from whereas like when I was working out it was like I'm working out because I'm gonna do beachfront yoga when I'm in Hawaii and I want to be able to do Mm -hmm. that I'm gonna do this like hike up a mountain there yeah, and I want to be able to do that, and it's yes. not like, well, I can only do that if I weigh 140 pounds. Yeah, like that has nothing to do with it. I love that. And so it's so much more motivational, but then it's not the kind of success that changes overnight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's
0: not the type of success you see. It's the type yeah. of success you feel. You feel. Yeah. Right?
1: yeah, yeah. Like I want to dance all night with my friends at Taylor Swift club night that Sadie and it's I are going to oh, God. <laughs> so it's like I want to be able to do that and not be out of breath
0: so I'm gonna go for a run tonight yeah exactly yeah and
1: it's like maybe that's stupid but it's like that is so much more devotion motivational to me mm-hmm. than like I'm working out because I want to lose a pound by the end of this week
0: yes 100% yeah yeah wow I feel the whole gist of this episode is your mind is powerful shit yeah yeah <laughs> And I feel like, you know, we talked about some obvious things, like, of course, people deal with social media comparison. Of course, Mm. people deal with body image. But I hope we kind of shed a different light on it or just, like, again, talked about things where it makes it sound silly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You just need those reality checks. But above all else, I feel like hopefully we provided some solutions how you Mm -hmm. can kind of deal with this as the summer goes. Because I feel as we kind of get into the thick of summer, it only gets harder to have that reality check with yourself, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, and even maybe you heard what we were saying, but you don't feel like it resonated yet. At least, you know, there are people (laughs) out there who are going through the same thing that you're going through. Like you're not alone in feeling awkward in a bikini. You're not alone in feeling jealous when you go onto Instagram. Yeah. We feel the exact same way.
0: Yeah. I thought you were yeah. going to say, if it didn't resonate, just wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been like, better. Okay, and <laughs> yeah. We're going to sign off now. Yeah. Bye. Yeah.
1: See you next episode. <laughs> we'll see what you think. now. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah. Okay. All of
0: that being said, though, next episode is going to be a lot later. We're talking about the dark yeah. side of summer. This oh, was like yeah. the, the dark, the dark side.
1: side of summer.
0: Yeah. So if you made it this far, thank you so much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no kidding. Thanks for listening. I feel like this was like a throwback to old school episodes. I don't
0: So know. yeah, I feel like it's any time. Okay. This is my thought, and this <laughs> is just like closely tied to like me as a person too. Is like mm. the podcast very dedicated to like self awareness. And, like, that's the underlying theme of every episode. Yeah. Like, whether it's explicit or not. So, when Mm -hmm. we start to talk about all these internal things, like, body image and jealousy, FOMO, you know, everything that's just so internal and, like, so hyper-focused on you, self-awareness is, like, the underlying thing that Mm -hmm. will – or the underlying solution. You know what I mean? So, of course, that's kind of – what ties all of our episodes together and why I feel like it's so easy to be like, Oh, once we said this, let's mention that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to thank
1: everyone for listening because I feel like as much as it's, you know, like our pleasure to put this episode out and hopefully help people, I feel like it's also very relieving, at least for me to mm. just like speak aloud these things because yeah, as much it. as it's like yeah exactly you're listening and you're like oh other people feel that it's like I'm verbalizing it Sadie's confirming it and I know you're listening and feeling <laughs> the same way yeah so it's like that's also really nice so and thank vice you versa.
0: yeah yeah exactly like, we're gonna find your proper bra size girl yeah okay. yeah send us I'm a not... dm of your boobs yeah and we'll <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I meant you tag. Yeah. I'm like this oh. is my personal mission. Oh, okay. I'm not, not the up. listeners. <laughs> okay, sorry guys. That invitation does not extend to you. Inbox is closed. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think that's where we'll leave things this week. Well, thanks again for listening. We appreciate all of you. I mean, in between episodes, we put them out every Tuesday, but if you want to keep up with us, maybe send us DMs, not of your boobs, (laughs) but of other things, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Pinterest, and Spotify. And we also have a Patreon page, which is your best way to show your support of the podcast. So thank you so much for supporting us and listening.
0: See you next Tuesday.
1: Bye.